Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Jeff Bernier. Jeff, are you ready to do this? I am, George. Looking forward to it. Excellent. Let's do this. Jeff is a certified financial planner, a certified fund specialist, a chartered financial consultant, and the president and chief investment officer of Tandem Growth Advisors, LLC. I'm excited to have you on. Jeff, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why it is you do what you do. Uh, yeah, well, those are big questions. Um, <laughs> so um, I have uh, been blessed. I was fortunate enough uh, to meet an individual who was a certified financial planner when I was a junior in college at the University of Georgia. So I'm a, I'm a bulldog. And um, he described essentially what he did and how he did it. And I became interested in the, in the career. And so from, you know, from very early on, I knew that I wanted to get into a profession where I could be a counselor and a coach and do holistic wealth management. And so I've been uh, applying this craft, I guess, for about 32 years now. Um, started April Fool's Day, 1986. Okay, nice. Um, but, but who's counting? Right. Um, and uh, in, in um, you know, tw 25 of those 32 years or so, I've been – uh, married to my wife, Ashley. Uh, we have two awesome young adults, Nicholas, who is 21, who is right now touring around in Thailand. Oh, good for him. Uh, and a daughter, Natalie, who is 18 and a, um, about to graduate from high school and, and move on to the, to the next phase of her life. So anyway, so, um, yeah, so that's a little bit about me personally. And, and, um, I, I guess the thing I would say about, why I do what I do, that has really changed um, over my career. And I guess something we might talk a little bit about in this call, but, you know, early on, um, it was all about um, trying to look and feel and be a professional and, um, and make, and make some money. Um, but as I've matured uh, over time, uh, my my why got a lot a lot stronger and a lot more meaningful I, I think so. Uh, today you know we're all about helping people create the financial capacity or the freedom uh, to go do whatever they're uniquely called to do uh, as as they as they define it. And so I'm I'm all about helping people create you know freedom and 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 the um, and the space to go do whatever they're whatever they're calling. Well, I think that that is fantastic, and I can certainly identify with with a lot of what you were just talking about. I know that when I got into the business, I I, I did love the idea of of wearing a suit every day. I thought that that was pretty cool, and I, I liked the idea right. of being able to make money. And it took a little while for for the rest of it to really click. Um, so, yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember early on I. Uh, right out of, I mean, I was lucky enough to get on with a firm right out of college who was a little ahead of their time in doing financial planning in '86 because they they were doing financial planning, but it was an insurance company 
owned broker dealer and you know financial planning was um you know was really a tool to place products you know to to implement you know annuities or insurance products or you know load mutual funds or limited partnerships or whatever the case may be i was in love with the financial planning process and uh but the manager or or the guy who was the president of our company actually was just um he really was a goal setter and he did teach me about dreaming big and setting goals but i just remembered i don't know if he said it or i inferred it but to me you know you got a 22 year old kid walking around and sort of my mantra was fake it till you make it so i was wearing suits i couldn't afford driving a car i couldn't afford and telling people 30 years older than i was who had a lot more knowledge and life experience about how to deal with their money and so in in some ways i was a chameleon um and I would just change my colors to match the audience. Uh, but fortunately, I did, I did learn early on that uh, if I served people well and helped enough people accomplish their goals, that ultimately I would be okay. But it, but it did take me a little while. I was really, you know, sort of a paper mache guy there for a while, just, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid of, uh, of, of material outward image as opposed to real – substance if you will um but but that was kind of that, that was the early that was the early years thank goodness um a lot of life experience and and client interactions um and and you know spiritual um growth uh, I've, I've come to realize there's a lot more to it than that obviously yeah and i think that that that, that story and and again it's it's similar to 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 my path as well. I don't think it's it's dissimilar to, to to many other people who sort of just are out there living their life, and and then it starts to click when they mature a little bit. And I saw on your website um, that you talk a little you, you you talk a lot about this idea of of halftime. Can you tell me a little bit about right. that? Uh, yeah, and and that and that's really um, you know that that's a really a big part of my journey in the last ten years, especially. Um, uh, so, you know, I spent the first you know twenty years of my career or so building um, a, a high quality wealth management firm, helping people you know accomplish you know accumulate wealth to, to meet their goals. Um, I was with another firm for seventeen years. Started the firm that we have today. Tandem Growth Financial Advisors um, in 2003, um, and in and many years ago, probably 15 years ago, I read a book called Halftime. Uh, a gentleman made, uh, named Bob Buford wrote this book. He was a very successful uh, cable television operator out in Texas. He was based out of Dallas, but he was all over uh, the Southwest, I believe. And he wrote this really powerful book about once you reach some level of worldly success, you begin asking yourself, you know, is this all there is? You know, is there more to life than just the country club and the travel and the big home? And the, um, and so he had a bit of a crisis, and he started evaluating how to make the second half of his life more meaningful uh, than the first half. And his tagline was how to go from success to significance in the second half. So the 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 idea is um we spend the first really the very first part of our careers in sort of a learning quarter so it's really a classic s curve 
so you go down at the beginning because you're building um, education and you're, you know, you're, you're saving money and you're buying houses and you, you start, then you start going up on the S curve and you develop expertise and you get titles and you get raises and you get married and you have children and, and then you have some measure of success and get titles and, and, and go along that career path. And what happens to many of us at some point, uh, if we just stay on that path, um, at some point later in life, we, we reach a phase of, of, of burnout. And uh, so Bob Buford wrote this book, Halftime, to encourage mid to late career executives or successful individuals who have some measure of, quote, worldly success to go to the locker room. And before you hit burnout, go to the locker room at halftime and assess all the things you did in the first half uh, and, and take the best parts of those and redesign your second half. So strategize the second half. So halftime is really just a, is just an analogy for taking a pause before you reach this phase of burnout and think strategically about what you want your life to look like in the second half and how you want to create meaning and purpose in your life. Because again, you do start reaching that point in time where, you know, the country clubs and the houses and the titles and the, you know, just aren't quite as meaningful as they, as they, as they once were. So I read that book about 15 years ago or so, and it really didn't speak to me very much. Um, but I reread it in 2013, um, or, or really late 2012, as I was approaching 50, and it just nailed me. And I said, that that's where I am. I've, I've had... I've been blessed to have built a, a successful business. We're we're doing reasonably well. We're serving clients well. I'm and I've you know I've got a great family and we've got all this material success. But you know I, I think really there's there's more to life than than what I'm doing. How do I how do I use my gifts to have a more significant second half? So I actually went to Dallas and spent a couple of days at the Halftime Institute. And I actually had a counselor, or a coach, for two years to help me flesh some of these things out. And I, I went to Dallas, like I often do, strategically, thinking, okay, um, not only do I need to flesh out kind of what I want to do in the second half of my life, but maybe this is an opportunity to use what I've learned to serve, you know, to serve our clients, because many of the people that we serve are these quote halftimers. Mm-hmm. And and what I what I came back with was really two important insights. And uh, the the first insight was um, that this business that I've been blessed to have is my platform. And so while some people decide that they want to go transition to another career or get out of the corporate world or go start a ministry or go start coaching football or Whatever. I mean, your context we can talk about because you can do this in a lot of different contexts. But I came to the conclusion that Tandem Growth, this firm was my platform, and there's no place that I can have more impact in helping other people create the freedom and the capacity to go fulfill their calling. So that was that was one of the two the two big insights. The other one was 
um, you know, it's not a linear process. <laughs> you know, it's it's you know, there's some starts, there's some stops, there's some changes along the way. But I I, I realized that I had to create margin for myself. So I had to retool the business so that I had more freedom within within the enterprise, within our wealth management firm, so that I could have these deeper conversations with clients and start doing some of the things, George, that I know you do with your blog and uh, try to uh, have a bigger influence by sharing this message with more with more people. And that was really why, why I started doing the blog and started doing the podcast and some of the things that, that, that I'm doing as well. So, yeah, so today our firm is really, when you think about halftime and I, I i know you don't want to you don't want this to be a lecture this needs to be more of a conversation but let it's me just make one more point um when you think about this process of going to the locker room and evaluating how to make the second half uh, more significant there's really three important aspects the first one is your core what what are what, what brings you to your knees what are you passionate about what are you great at doing what do you love to do and so you want to do an excavation project to really uncover those things, find out kind of how you're made, and there's some great tools to help you help you do that. But it's really about, you know, who are you? What are you? What you know? What what are you passionate about? What are you uniquely gifted for? So that's the first kind of circle in this three circle Venn Venn diagram. The second aspect is capacity. So the so core is about who you are and what you're about and you know, what are you passionate about? The second circle, if you will, is all about capacity. And capacity is about creating the freedom, the financial freedom, the time, the margin to go pursue these things that are more meaningful. And so in the last five or six years, I've been really focused on tandem growth being a resource to help our clients create the capacity. How do we help people create the capacity? And that's really where we live day to day and where many wealth management firms probably do, helping people create the, the financial margin, if, if you will. And the third circle in this Venn diagram, if you will, is context. Where do you apply these gifts? And what was surprising to me was that most people who go to the locker room and start doing this level of introspection often find that their context is exactly where they already are. <laughs> they just do it differently. And and that's really what, what what I came to. I came to my context is this is this business. So uh so my dream and what I'm passionate about and, and working on every day is how do we create a firm that combines comprehensive, holistic, high quality wealth management with helping people explore these deeper issues of money and meaning. Uh, so that's that's really what it's about. So we are a wealth management firm. We are not counselors. We're not therapists. We do wealth management. But in my view, uh, helping people uh, get clarity, uh, you know, the, the first thing is to get clear. The second thing is to get free. And then the third thing is to get going. And And so it's really we just want to combine these deeper conversations about getting clarity about what gives you joy and what gives you meaning and what gives you purpose. And then we can help you build the financial strategies to go create the freedom to, to, to do that. I love it. I think that that's great. And one thing I know for sure is that how you look at everything makes all the difference. And so the lens that you're viewing the world 
is is everything in, in framing. So the the core values piece it really resonates with me, and I think that if everyone took a little bit of time to examine re to 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 relook at what their core values are, if it's been a little while or to really sit down and determine what your core values truly are and actually give it thought that the world would be a better place. Do you find that people have, it's probably an individual thing, but do you find that people are, are pretty cognizant of that or is it more you need to help them identify what they are? Um, well, I think everybody has them. Mm -hmm. Um, but the problem is we're all walking around and many of us, including me, much of the time are walking around unconscious. Um, I don't, I don't know where I read this, but I read somewhere that, um, you know, like, um, like the coast guard personnel, when they, um, arrive at a victim, the first thing they have to decide is their level of consciousness. And, you know, if they're totally unconscious, they say they're, they're uh, awake and alert time zero. Okay. And, and so I think a lot of us are just pulled and busy and never take the time. I mean, sitting quietly in a room is the most unnatural thing in the world. Uh, and so, you know, we're bombarded with information and data, and we're bombarded with um expectations of others, including, um, you know, family and people with good intentions and our culture and the community that we are, you know, we find ourselves in. And sometimes it's very difficult. And, and, and the world, you know, I mean, we, 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 you know, we live in a society where, you know, it honors wealth and it honors success and it honors, you know, these titles and trappings of success. And so it, you you mean, you mean, it's the most natural thing in the world to want to get on that treadmill and so I think I think giving people permission to just take a break and take a pause and get conscious, you know, get get some awareness about what really matters. Um, and so I, so I think we have them. I think the challenge is, you know, we're you know we're sort of in this fast-paced world where, uh, you know, if you're if you're sitting idly in a room thinking about the future, you know, you're not being quote productive. <laughs> Where in reality, it's probably the most productive thing you might ever do uh, because it does create an opportunity for you to get some, um, I mean, I, I mean, I call it divine wisdom, but you call it what you want, but you get some inspiration about what matters and you get some clarity on it. So, um, yeah, I just, I just think we, I just think we don't, we don't encourage um, taking the space to actually be introspective about what truly matters. I, uh, I mean, I know we've all seen and read Simon Sinek's work about Start With Why, and, you know, the TED Talk is, you know, it's a 20-minute talk on this concept of really figuring out your why, and that's all I'm saying is oftentimes we don't pause long enough to do that, and that's really what halftime's partly about is, you know, taking a pause so you can get some clarity uh, and let your values and what matters most come to the surface, uh, you know, Stephen Covey used to always, you know, he had a workshop I went to years ago called What Matters Most. And um, I don't know, he had a line at some point about, um, you know, what, what what matters most should never, you know, be uh, co-opted by what matters least. So it's it's really about taking that time to, to, to do it. 
I love it. I think that that's such good advice. And so many of the world's problems are caused by our inability to sit quietly in a room by ourselves. <laughs> right. It is right. It, it is a bit of a lost art. So Correct. I love it. Well, Jeff, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Yeah, well, uh, we, we spent you know most of our time today just talking about the core, which I think is the is the place to start. And you know, there are just a couple of tools that um, I have found to be to be really to really helpful in in this in this regard. And so, um, I you know I would encourage your listeners to consider going to Colby K O L B E dot com. Uh, you're, you're probably familiar with Colby. I find a lot of people in the financial services industry have become aware of, of Colby profiles. And uh, what a Colby profile does is it helps you uncover um, how you instinctively solve problems. Now, it will not talk about your intellect. It won't talk about your personality type. But it will help you identify the types of things that you do when you're at your best. So when you're evaluating that intersection – of excellence and passion, I found the Colby to be a really helpful helpful tool for people to uh, get some understanding about what you know what their unique ability is. So if you don't do anything else, um, you know your listeners might check out uh, the Colby assessment to get a handle on you know kind of what their unique gifts are, and that's a starting point. But that would be that would be something I would I would encourage your 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 audience to to check out. Well, I'm definitely familiar with Colby, and that is great stuff, and that definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. So thank you for that. <laughs> Jeff. Good. So, Jeff, thanks so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Yeah, so the easiest place is just to go to our uh, corporate webpage, which is tandemgrowth.com. That's T-A-N-D-E-M, and then the word growth, tandemgrowth.com. Um, so that's the main page, but if they go to – forward slash perspectives, they'll see um, my blog, which they can sign up for if they're interested. They can check out our podcast uh, and just, you know, generally get an overview of our firm and how we try to combine holistic, comprehensive wealth management with this uh, deeper discussions of money and meaning. I love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Jeff your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also, also appreciates good ideas. Go to tandemgrowth.com and check out Jeff's blog and listen to the podcast. I know that it's all good stuff. So thank you again, Jeff. Thank you so much, George. It's been, been my pleasure. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we're all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing. Leave us a review. And definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.